Welcome to the Woman to Woman podcast hosted on Radio 731. Hey ladies and gents, it's how the weather's found. I cannot believe. Um, but I hope all is well. I hope that everything is going um, tremendous. And uh, I gotta tell you, I am getting a little bit closer. My birthday's coming up shortly and um, I'm gonna be 45 years old. That's crazy because I feel like I'm 25, right? So my mind is one way and I'm another way and it's just kind of crazy what that looks like. But um, I've just been thinking about life. I've been thinking about expectations, what I thought my life would look like, um, truly where I find joy and happiness. And so the other day I wrote down everything that I'm involved in. Um, I kind of looked at my life, um, you know, in the beginning of the year, what I usually do is I, I divide my life up into four or five different categories. I know we've talked about this before, but you know, when you're young, especially girls, um, we think about what our lives look like. I mean, let's just be realistic. We all played house. We all played being the teacher, going to school. You know, we all dreamed about getting married and having kids. And, you know, um, am I am I business-oriented? Very much so. Do I feel like that's how my life um, kind of turned out? Yeah, because I'm kind of driven in that sense. I'm not kind of. I am driven in that sense. You know, there's certain areas of my life that I thought would be different. You know, I look at my blueprint of life. I think about what's happened in the last couple of years. I mean, it's just been kind of crazy. I've thought about, you know, if I've chased success, oh, I'm going to be so happy. If I've chased after a relationship and I got a relationship, am I happy? It's kind of crazy how you look back on life and, you know, the older you get, the quicker time flies. You know, your parents told you that. At least my dad did told me told me that all the time. And it's so true. And it's amazing to me because I'm like, I've lived half my life. Where am I at if I if I succeeded in things that I wanted? And no, I really haven't. Um, do I feel like uh, that I have uh, grown in life? Oh, have I grown. But you know, in order to grow, you got to go through pains. And you got to go through bumps and valleys and aches and boo-boos and, and, and just scars, right? So I know that there are women out there that are just aching for a need and a want and um you know they kind of obsess about it. at least I obsess about things and you know I look back on my life and I'm like what does my blueprint really look like right so I thought when I I mean I guess I thought about it when I was growing up you know I'd get married have a husband I would um have several kids um, I really wanted a lot of kids. I still want a lot of kids. I know that's kind of crazy. You know, I was adopted. I've always wanted to adopt. I told Lucas, I said, look, dude, I'd love to adopt. And he's like, okay. You know, and I'm like, God, if it's in your plan, then it's in your plan. Um, but I work. I mean, I, I look at certain aspects of my life and I feel like I've been successful. But the other aspects of my life, maybe in relationships, maybe um in specific things, I look at the blueprint, and it does not ma- match the expectations in which I had when I was younger. So I'm like, okay, what do I have to do in order to change this? You know, and change is so scary. I think about that because, you know, I started a new career, and I'm like, man, what does life look like? And I kind of laugh because it's probably the worst time to get in commercial real estate ever. I mean, you know, we're in this situation right now with the economy, with inflation and all these things. And, you know, I just thought life would be a lot different. I thought I would be married, you know, 
kicking it, doing this, doing that. I'm like, man, life does not look like that at all. And I'm like, well, what do I need to change in that blueprint? Because I know that this season of life, especially winter, I get down and out. I get so depressed. I don't know about you, but it is depressing to walk outside the door and at four o'clock in the afternoon and it is dark. I do not know how people live in Alaska when it's dark 24 hours a day. No wonder they have the highest suicide rate in the country. I mean, I can see why. It's crazy to me. Um, but I'm like, you choose to live there. It's gorgeous, truly gorgeous, but that is just not where I want to be because I'm going to tell you something. It is tough. I mean, I make, I want to sit on the sofa and do nothing. I want to crawl up in a fetal position and do nothing. But then I'm like, springtime, here it is. Whoop, whoop. And then I got to recreate everything and go back and fix everything that I have done wrong during the wintertime. And it is a continuous pattern over and over and over and over again. So, I, you know, I'm all into books. I'm all into audiobooks. So, I sort of listen to Atomic um, Habits. I don't know. It's kind of a uh, boring audiobook. And I don't mean it like that because the guy, it, it's got some phenomenal points. But it is somewhat just monotone. And I am crazy in your face. This is what life looks like. I'm passionate. I get excited. And the more I get excited, the more that I talk faster and faster. And then I'm just like, oh. I mean, it's just kind of crazy what I do, um, but that's just life, right? So, and that's just how I am, and sometimes I'll start talking so fast that my brain doesn't keep up, and then I'm like, blah, I lose my mind in certain words, and then I'm like, oh, and COVID made that so much worse, but that's okay. It is what it is. I'm just grateful to be alive, but, you know, I kind of look, and I'm like, man, the blueprint of my life is not what I thought it was going to be. You know, I, I've, I've tried to explain to my son so many times certain things, and the other day he goes, mom. Could you please just talk to me and not everything you say have a life lesson? And I'm like, brother, there's so many things that I want to tell you about so you don't make the same mistakes that I did because your mama has made more mistakes, you know, and recently he, he got in trouble and he just started talking such negative things to himself. I mean, it was a really big ordeal and he's like, I'm such a failure and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, son, you're not a failure. You make mistakes. I make mistakes all the time. I am 44 years old. I make mistakes all the time. I feel like the second half of my life is going to be so much better than the first half because of experience, right? So I know what to do, what not to do, but it's my choice to go about not doing those things or doing the things that I need to do. You know, and I've just, I've thought about people and just examples and you think about all the people that have gone through life and, you know, I mean... I don't, I don't pay attention to uh, celebrity lives or anything like that, but, you know, love football, love the Super, I mean, the Super Bowl halftime show. Just telling you, you like it. If you liked it, if you're <laughs> born in, uh, let me think about this, 1975 and later. Okay, if you're born prior to 1975, you're like, what is this crap on TV? But I will tell you, it's much better than that rap crap today because I do listen to it. And I tell Lucas all the time, I was like, I'll put the 90s up against your stuff all day long. But, you know, I think about celebrities and certain things. And I'm thinking about Patrick uh, and uh, this cat, you know, who's a 
quarterback. See, this comes COVID right here. The quarterback, he's decided that he is not going to let his wife nor his brother-in-law come to the games anymore. And I thought, okay, now uh, what does that look like, right? These people are in the spotlight. They Twitter. You know, the thing about it is, Never probably, and I'm just using this as an example because I really don't want to get deep into things because we all kind of go through certain situations in our life. But I'm sitting there thinking, here you are, a wife of a professional athlete, right? Never in her blueprint did she think that she was no longer going to go to the games. Probably, you know, action. She's done a few things that are kind of just not very... um, uh, I would say that most role models in that situation should not do an act. I just don't feel like that was appropriate. But, you know, to each his own, whatever the situation may be. But, you know, she's highly criticized because of the position she's in. You know, and, and not that that's... But I hope that that kind of changes her um, perspective and it kind of changes her life and what that looks like uh, for her. Um, you know, unfortunately, she'll be sitting at home watching these games um, on the big screen instead of in the stadium cheering her husband on, which is crazy. So, I, I think about life. I think about what life looks like. Um, and I've thought about what my expectations of life look like versus what, in reality, they really are. So, there's certain areas of my life. I thought that I would be uh, back into shape and I thought I would be this out of the other. But instead, I've gotten this energy and I've turned this energy. And what I do is I devote all my time to work and to my son, Lucas. And unfortunately, I've kind of slacked off in these other areas of my life. In relationships, Lucas says the other day, Mom, you need a date. I don't feel, I don't want to date, Right. For such a long time, I didn't realize who I was and what I was and um, and really what I was going to expect and what I was not going to expect, right? So we, I feel like there's a law of attraction. So you attract people that are worthy of you, right? Sometimes we settle for something less that we need not to settle for. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, this is kind of crazy and I know I'm all over the place today, but... Just the blueprint of life. Like, I've thought about stuff. And I thought, man, I've been so successful. I'm so blessed that I've been successful. I had the best radio year of my life last year, which is crazy. In the middle of a pandemic, I mean, it was insane, right? But did that truly create joy for me? It did to to an extent. But, you know, I, I heard something the other day. Truly, when you feel alive, there are two things that go back to that. When you give and when you grow. And boy, if that is not the truth. I mean, I thought, man, I grew last year. I learned this new career. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I learned all these new things. I learned what life was about. You know, I learned to manage life a little differently. Um, You know, that's where the atomic habits came in. Because now I added one more thing to my list. And I'm like, how am I going to be able to create this? And it's all about a pattern, right? It's all about expectation. And I put more expectation and more stress on myself than anybody else in this world. I I have expectations that I'm going to be perfect, that I'm going to be a perfect mom, that I'm going to be a perfect employee, that I'm going to be a perfect friend. I suck at so much, but I do love to give. um, There's just something that's soul satisfying when you're able to give. You know, I, I think about Leadership University. I think about Heaven's Cradle where I serve in these two boards. And even though I, th- I think about 
the time, I really don't even think about the time. Like I, I know that like applications are coming up for Leadership University. I know I'm going to spend a lot of time um, with these kids and interviewing these kids. But at, when I look after it, like after it's all over and said, and I get to think about maybe, I don't know, we spend 40 or 50 hours interviewing kids. And I'm like, man, that's a lot of time, right? But it's joyous time. It's so great to see what these, um, the future generation looks like and their, um, their thoughts that the way that they think their patterns of life, what, um, what drives them, what motivates them. Um, they're completely opposite of the previous generation. Just like the Super Bowl, right? So the people that are older in their 50s, they hated that, right? And then, you know, if it was Journey out there, and I'm not saying the Journey, I'm just using an example. Somebody in um, that time era with music, right? Everybody says, oh, that's the worst ever. And then one generation is like, oh, that's the jam right there. And then you've got the millennials are like, uh, what? That's crazy. But it's so funny because I think about... These kids walk around today, 18, 19, 20 years old. They got Nirvana shirts on. I'm like, that right there just proves that you know that that was the best generation ever. Knowing that every generation says that about each other. You're the worst generation. We're the best generation, right? But you think about time and just what where you give your time, where you give. Last night I got home at like 8 o'clock. I picked up my son from work. We had to go. I mean, it was off yesterday. It was President's Day. But I had to go pick him up. I had to go get his hair cut. We had to go run some errands. We had to go to his grandparents to get his stuff. Because it stayed the night before. Um, sat and talked and chit-chatted and everything. Got home. I had to do a load of laundry. I had to take the dogs out. I had to fix dinner. Um, and then I had some work I had to do. Then I had a client call me from another state looking for a property, right? So I'm like, oh. And I finally got in the bed. I guess it was like 10 o'clock. And I was like, I'm exhausted. I'm just exhausted. I feel like I've given and given until I can't give anymore, right? So I'm like, okay, this is life. This is what this looks like. But you know, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I'm grateful that I have a house that I can come home to cook to. I'm grateful that I have dogs that love me unconditionally. And when I walk in the door, they run and jump all over me, right? I love the fact that I'm able to drive my son around. I'm grateful that I have a son, right? But does my life match the blueprint and the expectations that I had originally when I was younger? No, not at all. Not at all. But in the meantime, I'm grateful. And I'm learning and I'm addressing these issues and and these expectations. Because sometimes I put so much expectation on myself that I absolutely want to have a conniption fit like I want to have an anxiety attack and then I'm like God I need you to take this away because I'm about to to flip it right yesterday I was at work I was doing something and I mean a rush of emotion came over me and I thought I was going to bust out in tears did anything spur that no but it was just the fact of expectation that I have not accomplished something and you know what am I going to do just sit and wallow in it or am I going to sit there and change it So I'm like, all right, you're going to have to get on a path to change it, sister. You're going to have to change something in your life. What can you do? So Atomic Habits, I'm telling you, it is a fantastic book. And it just starts with something small. But it... When I take a book and I start reading it, I highlight it and then I got these little sticky notes in there. I mean, that book could come out a different color because all my sticky notes in there and all the notes I put in there, audiobooks, I laugh because I go back and I write things down and 
Um, I'm all over the place with that right there, but it is what it is. But I kind of laugh because I'm like, it's so true. If you want something to change and you want your blueprint to change of your life based on expectations, then you either sit and wallow in it and then the pain sets in and then the depression sets in and then you're like, oh, I don't know. And then I know in, several times in my life, I look at that and I'm like, man, I forgot how to live. Like literally forgot how to live. And I feel like that during the wintertime a lot. I'm like this, I need to do something. I need to get out. I need to exercise. I need to go see the sun. I know that one day last week, I just walked outside and I just put my face towards the sun and I just stayed out there. I was birds chirping everywhere. I was like, I don't care how cold it is. I've got to see the sun. I need some vitamin D. I need something. But you know, the atomic, this morning I actually woke up and I was like, man, new mercies every morning. Praise God for that. But I, I woke up at 4.30. I was like, all right, God, you got this. You got this. I got this, right? I just need to continue to trust in you. And if my expectations want if my blueprint wants to change, then my expectations of the subject or the topic or the situation in my life have to change, then I have to build small little changes that affect and then become a habit somehow, some way. Little by little, through growth, I'll get there. Because I was thinking about it last year. If I stay stagnant, right? So real estate, I'm just using real estate for an example. I'm in sales. I do not meet a stranger at all. I've been like this since I was little. I cannot imagine me not talking and what life looks like. Sometimes when I'm very, very quiet, my son's like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. Mom, you talk all the time. Yes, I do. I do. I even talk to myself. Come on now. Let's just be realistic about this. <laughs> I do. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, you know, I'm crazy, but the best ones are. So that makes it even better. So I kind of get tickled about life and what it looks like and and expectations. But I'm telling you, this book, Atomic Habits, truly is a book that you should, uh, that I highly recommend. Um, if you read it, fantastic. If you listen to it, please know it's kind of monotone. But the guy's got some great, great, um, they're really just helpful nuggets of information, right, that you can build upon. He's got this killer story. This guy gets hurt in baseball. He would he really had dreams and expectations of going somewhere and doing something with that. Then he wakes up and he's in a hospital. He's I mean, it is insane the beginning of the story, but I think about everybody's life, right? And you think about the people even in my own life, but I mean, you think about it in your own life, right? So you think you're going down this path, life is good, life is good, this is what's going on, and then all of a sudden, a bombshell, ba-boom, right? And then you're like, this expectation of life has just changed. It's completely rattled me, it's completely derailed me, whatever the case may be. And it could be maybe by circumstances of you, or it could be a circumstance of um, something else. But it's just kind of crazy, because you either have to pull your bootstraps up on, and uh, get up and go, or you're just going to sit there and wallow. It's just like, you know, hey, look, this is what's going on. I got dumped by a boy. Oh, la, 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 la. I'm going to tell you something. It's, um, and how many times have we all been there, and then we look back, and we're like, gosh, I'm so grateful the way that it turned out, right? Um, and I have to remind myself that all the time, right? So God recently said to me, and I have been praying, and I'll just, I'll, I'll be very transparent. God, if you want me to be with somebody, then change me, change my heart, and prepare me for the person that you have for me, right? 
And I'm like, well, if it's not supposed to be in the season, then okay. But the other day, he kind of revealed to me. He was like, Heather, this is the reason why you're single. And I'm enjoying that. I'm enjoying my singleness, right? I only have a certain season of life with my son. I only have a certain season of life where um, I can do specific things in my life. And I'm and I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the men and the women and um, the kids. And I'm grateful for just the community in which I live. But, right, in order to become better, you have to make changes. And I don't want to be a person that just stays stagnant all the time. It's just like water. Water stays stagnant. And then it gets this nasty, slimy stuff all over it, right? But if it's a continuous running body of water or there's a stream that flows in and then somehow the water stirred, then it doesn't become stagnant, right? So that's through growth. But growth is so painful, just like growing pains when you're growing up. I don't know about you, but I had the worst growing pains in my legs growing up. I will never forget when I was like eight, nine, and 10. I thought, oh my God. I mean, literally, I would make my dad rub my legs. It was miserable. I still remember that pain to this day. But then I look and I'm like, I'm five, seven. Life is good, you know, whatever. But it's just, I feel like, we all have to look at ourselves and we're like, all right, are we happy where we're at? What is our blueprint of life look like? What is our expectation of that blueprint? Is it where I want to be? Is it where I need to be? Is it where growth begins? Um, is it where I give? I mean, really, I've learned in life um, so much and it's so true. I feel like the two things that make you really do come alive is growing and um, giving. Giving others of your resources and time. Um, sometimes it's it's not even monetary. It's not even, it's just maybe having a conversation or do you know that feeling when you do something and it's like soul satisfying and it's like, man, there's nothing better than that. There is a high that goes along with that that you cannot recreate unless you maybe do that act again or you know you look at people in life and you're like man they have got it going on and it's like man they continuously give of themselves it's almost as like they pour themselves out to others um and and they serve so well and it's amazing to me um you know, and then there's others that are continuously growing all the time and you see it. And then sometimes you don't even see it. Like you don't see it until maybe you haven't seen a friend in such a long time. And then you see him and you're like, man, something has changed and you, you've truly grown from where you once were. And it's absolutely just amazing. So as the weeks come up, I do have some special guests coming on. I know that I've said that for such a long time now, but it's crazy. And I love doing this podcast. I have been horrible, absolutely horrible about, um, getting women, uh, to come on. You know, COVID has been, it's been such a, a difficult situation. Schedules, doing this, doing that, people getting sick continuously. I know that Lucas and I have been sick twice since the beginning of the year, and it's just been like, man, this, it can kind of derail you, but I sit there, and I'm like, man, these women, so I've, I'm truly blessed. I've got some cool women coming on. I've got a, a book writer coming on, and she wrote, um, this book uh, about being single, and it is phenomenal. And uh, she's from this area, and I'll never forget her um, telling me that she was writing this book. Like, she got the coolest story ever, and she's a younger lady. And uh, actually, the other day um, on Amazon, her book was number one in the uh, Christian uh, writing and um, 
dating and relationships um, section. And I thought, man, you're a rock star, right? But she's giving of her time and talent and resources. Do I feel like her blueprint, um, it, it meets her expectations? I don't think so. But I think about what has came out of this season of life for her. And I'm super stoked. Then I think about this young other young lady, um, and I'm super excited about her coming on. It's Lolo. Um, she's coming on. We're trying to figure out some schedules right now and see what that looks like. And, you know, I'm just grateful that these women in this area are here and they're willing to tell their stories. And um, then we've got a young lady. I'm telling you, we were at Leadership University the other day, and I absolutely lost, lost it crying. I heard this woman, two women's testimony and what they have done and the, and the story of life where they had been and, and just the choices that they had made. And I know that their blueprint did not match their, their original blueprint did not match the rest where they were and how they got there and then the story that they were on. Um, but these women were from Women of Hope, and it's just, I mean, I, I bawled. I was like, oh, we're all one decision away from that situation there. And it was just kind of crazy. But um, these women's stories are changing, and, I mean, they're so moving, and it's just absolutely um just, I mean, it's just a joy to see where God has used them and worked through them to get them on the path where they're at. And they just seem so joyful and happy. And I just, I'm so grateful to be able to get with these women and um, let them share their stories with the community out there. And I ask that you just forgive me for me not being around and kind of struggling because it goes back to the atomic habits. I kind of got out of a habit and I let it go. And, um... And it suffered because I didn't have a couple podcasts for a while there. So, but I'm grateful for all of my um, sponsors. I'm grateful for the Woman's Clinic serving one woman at a time. I know that John Ewing as an admin and uh, the staff, um, the, the nurses and the doctors at um, the Woman's Clinic truly do serve women, serving one woman at a time. And they do so much for the community that we probably do not know that they do. Um, it is amazing. You know, I had a girlfriend the other day that just actually um, got her uterus taken out and Dr. Gupta did it. And we had a podcast with Dr. Gupta. And the doctor called her and just to tell her and talk her um, through some things. And I thought, man, how many people can say, well, my doctor called me today and was kind of talking to me about this and that. And she did the best for me. And, and I'm just truly grateful. And um, the Women's Clinic really does believe in serving one woman at a time. And I'm grateful for them in the community. Community and how they serve our community well and you know I just really do hope that you if you were trying to find an OB or if you're trying to uh, find um, just a primary care physician that you would reach out to the woman's clinic it's 422-4642 that's 422-4642 serving one woman at a time now let's talk about my friend Grover King at King Jewelers he's a rock star <laughs> and I know he's a rock star. He's always been a rock star. But this man will do anything he can to make sure that you have a customized piece according to what you want. I'm telling you, I look at my ring every day and I think about him fixing my mother's ring. So I took in one of my mother's most beloved pieces and I loved it. And uh, he soldered it, uh, soldered it and fixed it and made it gorgeous. And I've seen some of the most beautiful pieces ever. That Grover's worked on. And I'm telling you, I, if you have maybe a loose diamond or you need your diamonds inspected and appraised or you need your stuff cleaned, I'm telling you, you need to see Grover. You need to see 
the ladies at um, at King Jewelers. They are phenomenal. I'm telling you, they are very welcoming and warming when you walk in the door. You will know immediately that they will take care of you. King Jewelers really does. I know that Mother's Day is right around the corner. Father's Day is right around the corner. But just go in there to just check out to see what they have. They're always... Um, have different price points. They can fix watches. They can create, um, a, you know, create a custom piece for you. Um, Grover does phenomenal work. And I'm telling you, it is just like, I was talking to somebody the other day and we were talking about a shoe cobbler, right? It's kind of funny, but you know, that is a lost art, right? Just like sewing and canning and so many other things that are other generations. Well, and it's just like jewelry. You've got these beautiful timeless pieces and you've got a a craftsman that has been doing this for so long that he knows exactly how to do it and how to fix it and make sure that it's right. And I'm telling you, you need to go by and see Callie and Sam and all of them at um, King Jewelers. They will take care of you like no other. And I'm so grateful that they truly have supported me and supported the women from the beginning of this podcast. If you need any jewelry pieces fixed, repaired, inspected, cleaned, anything. You've got to go see my peeps at King Jewelers. They're located at 16 Conrad Drive in Jackson, and that's off of North Parkway. Or you can call them at 664-8188. That's 664-8188, right? King Jewelers is where it's at. Plus, it's wedding ring season, so you might as well go ahead and go get a wedding ring from these people. Phenomenal. They're beautiful there. All right, so then... All right, then my last sponsor, whom I love tremendously, great, great guy, and that would be Dr. Nathan Nash at Southern Family Dentistry. I'm telling you, I've had some situations go on with my teeth, which I normally did not, but I do. Um, and so I'm sitting there thinking, man, life looks good. This is what this looks like. Um, and Nathan Nash has done a phenomenal job. I'm super excited about my smile. He's taking care of me, walked me through so much. He can do so many different things. Um, I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for all the things that he's provided. Um, as far as just, um, getting in to see me, I mean, or getting me in to see him, to help him through everything that I've, I've walked through. Uh, you know, normally women, we all kind of just ignore um, ourselves and we always go to other people right take care of other people well it is what it is but sometimes we just uh we need to take care of ourselves and i feel like the hygiene obviously with our mouth because your your smile i feel like is a your smile and how you smile lets the world know hey i got this it's a first impression situation right so if you have any situations at all with your teeth, you're you're anxious about maybe a cavity or a root canal, I've got to tell you, you've got to go see Nathan Nash because he will take care of you. He will make sure that you are A-okay. Call Nathan Nash at 345-45. That's 345-45. He is in Jackson, and he has also got a location in Milan, and he will take care of you. Um, and listen, I just appreciate you listening to the Woman Woman podcast on Radio 731. Change your seat, change your perspective throughout all seasons of life.